You ever wonder what the point of life is? Why we're squatting on this big hunk of space rock that is traveling across the sun that we're slowly poisoning and will eventually be consumed by entropy? Oh yeah, that's right, it's to subscribe to fellow artists' Patreons, such as myself, an artist. Patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for both my shows, The Ritwin and Paleobites. For the Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about, that's right, we're finally doing it, Jurassic Park! The book. Uh, the original book from 1990 by Michael Crichton, the one that the movie was based off of. Did you know it was based off a book? I didn't. Of course you did. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. Have a lovely day. And find your purpose in life. We all need a purpose. Maybe just go out and look at leaves. Smell the roses. Take a long walk on the beach at a cool summer night. Roar, growl, snarl, bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that, like a megalodon's victim, is dead in the water. Did it! <laughs> My name's Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by a longtime friend of the show, Natasha Crack. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. How are you liking the new uh, portable studio? <laughs> hey, this works. It gives us better choice of location. Yeah, better choice. We have of... a good view today. We have a good view. We're at your university. Actually, right? community college. Community college. Oh, have you seen the show Community? Yeah, so, folks, <laughs> there's no shame in going to community college. No, I don't. In fact, I, I, I actually encourage it for the first few years. It's nice to go to a place that, like that that's free. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to community college here in Denver uh, for my freshman year. So, we're Well, not my freshman year, a little bit before my freshman year to so, get college credit before going to college. So. so we're actually sitting at where I went to community college, and for as long as I choose to work on the degree in geospatial, we'll continue, and that's Front Range Community College. Okay. And I'm sure they don't mind the shameless plug. Right. But, that you makes know, sense. they've got good, steady programs here in Colorado. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to... Here's the dinosaur related question. I think this is going to fitting with this, and this is... I figured, found that this is actually a good way to get dinosaur related questions with people, is to, get, is to uh, give people a list of things. So, you have two options uh, of answer. Community college or Ivy League school? And Community I'm, college. But I'm no, no. Like, but for each, I, I'm going to leave okay. you a list of dinosaurs. Oh. And where do you expect a dinosaur of this character to go in either the, these things? So, like for example, Truodon. Truodon's probably an Ivy League. dinosaur. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Uh, but then in terms of like Stegosaurus. Stegosaur. You know the reports are conflicting. So. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably throw it at the community college. Exactly. And like a Triceratops, I feel like, would be at uh, Ivy League because it'd be like be a football player or something. <laughs> <laughs> Same could be said for the Stegosaur. Make I guess it that's play true. lacrosse. Oh, oh, it's a different sport. Yeah, they could use his tail. To like. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. T-Rex. T-Rex. Did it make it to university? That's true. No, it didn't. It, it dropped out of high school. <laughs> yeah. uh, Velociraptor. Velociraptor also could go either way. Oh, yeah. Depends on yeah, the Velociraptor, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They, they could be the popular crowd at the mm -hmm. Ivy League school. Okay, let's see. Let's, let's throw a little bit more of an obscure one. Do you know Plateosaurus? The... I do not. Okay, it's the, it's the tri tri Triassic 
Long neck, that's kind of like still had. Okay, never mind. If you don't know that one, it doesn't matter. Okay, so how about Coelophysis? Do you know Coelophysis? Coelophysis. Wasn't there one in Megazoic? Small little bugger? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Fast? Yeah. It's a track athlete in an Ivy League. Ivy League. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Apatosaurus. Apatosaurus is probably going to be a tired old professor. I kind of think of them <laughs> like that. I could see that. I could see that. So I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of which ones could be more community college. How about E? E, that little flying dragon one. Oh. They're the ones causing trouble while attending community college. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Well, we could do this for a while. They're the one time. teaching lock-picking club. Oh, yes, they would. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Ozette the locksmith in my book uh, as well, who's a yee. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Glad we have a fan. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're talking about a creature. Speaking of, I said Troodon was the first uh, creature I had in, uh, what I mentioned on this list of, like, creatures that like would be in the community college or ivy league and the creature we're talking about is a very very early troodontid we're talking about coparion or coparion uh or the surgical knife it's after the ancient greek tool nice you know what a copar or coparion is at all? yes yeah what is it so you're referring to a specific type of curved knife yeah let me pull up a quick oh yeah yeah for the listeners for this audio format podcast <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a hard time finding it. Eh, that's okay. I'll trust you that it's that it looks cool. Okay, so let's talk about Coparia. I mean, surgical knife type is a troodontid theropod, a group of Silurosaurians closely related to the dromaeosaurs, aka raptors. Size hard to tell is only a single tooth and found, but I'm assuming if it's anything like Troodon, it's around three feet slash zero point nine meters long. Oh yeah, look at that thing. That looks cool. So you were talking about a sword, yeah, the Copis. A Copis. Oh, that's a Copis. Yeah, that's um. If it's anything like true, it's around three feet, so it's zero point nine meters long, and fifty to twenty pounds, six to nine kilograms. Uh, just an educated guess, though. Maybe it was T. Rex size and just had a relatively tiny teeth, <laughs> or maybe it was the size of a sparrow and had the biggest teeth ever. These are all educated guesses. Uh, diet carnivore. Time. This is what makes it notable for a troodontid. Late Jurassic, ah. one hundred fifty-one to one hundred fifty million years ago. Nice. Very, 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 very early. Uh, location: Utah, USA. Described in 1994, pop culture appearances in terms of small surgical knives or swords from ancient Greece. I don't know, 300. They mainly use those big curved copuses in that movie. <laughs> like, let's just count that. Otherwise, nada. Because <laughs> why, why would anything have this thing? It's, I mean, maybe it would. I don't know. For a while now, we've started to realize that dromaeosaurs might have had some origins in the Jurassic period, even though all known dromaeosaurs we know of so far from the Cretaceous. But even in the early Cretaceous, we get one of the biggest dromaeosaurs ever in Utahraptor and one of the smallest in Microraptor. Nice. Both were also very specialized, with Utahraptor being stocky and powerful and Microraptor being tiny and delicate, as well as the whole, you know, four-winged thing. <laughs> also, the dromaeosaurs are found worldwide, with confirmed specimens of five different continents already along with unconfirmed remains in the remaining two, and yet they lived well after the breaking of the supercontinent Pangaea. Uh, hardy species. <clears throat> exactly. But this, along with having two radically different species in the same family already in the Cretaceous, implies that the Protoraptor, Raptor Zero, if you will, lived far before either of them and back when the continents were much closer together, allowing them to spread out and specialize for the environments on each continent. But as of this recording, alas, there is still no direct evidence of the elusive Jurassic dromaeosaurs we assume are out there somewhere. Well, and anyone who knows a little bit about paleontology knows how mm -hmm. incomplete the fossil record truly is. Oh, absolutely. Is. So who knows if we will actually find said it's Raptor true. Zero. It's always going to be just a puzzle, a big puzzle with a lot of the pieces missing. We have exactly. to put it together regardless. It's annoying. I hate it. That's fine. Um, 
We're getting closer, though, because we've we not found Jurassic Dromaeosaurs. We have found Jurassic Troodontids, a family very closely related to the Dromaeosaurs that was also initially assumed to be Cretaceous exclusive. The first of these Jurassic Troodontids discovered was this guy, Coparion. And it was an interesting one. And did I say interesting? I meant an absolute anticlimax. <laughs> All we know of Coparion is just a single tooth. Yes, one tooth. And it's interesting to see that they've speculated an animal from said tooth. Well, actually, that's the thing. The namesake of the family Troodon gets its name, Wounding Tooth, because it's also only found with one tooth. Huh. And that's one of the reasons why people are like, is Troodon actually a valid species? Or like, I is, mean, it is, is, is it, a fair question to ask yeah, in the name like, of scientific inquiry. Is it dubious or is it not? Some say it, should, it is and should be reassigned to the more complete Stenonychosaurus, while others say it's distinctive enough to form its own genus. Uh, I suppose further evidence will have to reveal that. Yeah, I would love to know. I'd love to keep Troodon uh, a thing. Because, <laughs> like, Troodon is just, it's the brainy one. It's the classic. It's the classic one that's going to evolve into those weird human-looking things. Remember the <laughs> remember the dinosauriads from that one guy in the 80s came up with where it's like, well, this is what, if dinosaurs lived on at the present day, the Troodons would evolve into humans, and this is what they looked like, and they looked like the aliens. Here's the thing, though. Other sci-fis have explored other species, mm-hmm. like Star Trek Voyager. I had the Parasaurolophus. Yeah, which is a very interesting species to evolve intelligence in. I say as like or as an author of Megazoic, where all of them are intelligent. So I have no room to talk. But back to Coparion. Uh, if we only have is one tooth, let's talk about that tooth, shall we? It's small. It's serrated. It is on both sides, actually, with the twelve serrated serrations on the rear edge, much higher than the fourteen on the front edge. It's also asymmetrical with the right side and front view protruding much further than the left side, which rather than being informative is actually just annoying as we don't know if the tooth is on the left or the right side of the jaw. (laughs) So therefore we don't know which side is the inner or outer side. And serrations like that makes me think that it might have been catching slippery prey. Also like fish, maybe. It might have been a fish eater. Nice. Yeah, it's true. Serrations are really good for catching fish. They are. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like I'm trying to think what else. Could, I would say snakes, but there were no snakes in the Jurassic. No. So sharks would have existed, though. Yeah. And sharks have notoriously serrated teeth. That's true. Oh, I thought you were saying, I was like, sharks aren't smooth, though, are they? They're, aren't they rough? Very. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, oh, you're saying that in terms of comparison, not in terms of the, this wasn't catching sharks. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't catching sharks, but like sharks, it would have had serrated yeah, teeth. That makes sense, that makes sense. Catch the slippery prey. Right, exactly, so. But I'm no paleontologist. Uh, I'm, I'm not, a professional driver. I'm no paleontologist, I'm a professional author. Uh, are you in a paleontology major? Because I'm not. <laughs> uh, you're, what, what's your major again? You're a history major, right? I was a history major. English major. Human history. Liberal arts, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we high five listeners in case you couldn't hear that. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that's what we liberal arts majors do. We have podcasts <laughs> trying to pay the bills. Subscribe to my Patreon listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You couldn't. I try to sell arts and crafts on the side. Oh, arts and crafts. That's what everyone... People need to have two or three jobs. They need to have a Patreon. They need to sell some things on the side. They need to volunteer. Some of them just have an OnlyFans. Like, just different... Having to each their own. Just different ways to make money. Like, just... This is what everyone's expected to do in this economy. <laughs> Subscribe to my Patreon listeners. Anyways, uh, so that's really not much more to say about Kapara itself, because, again, that's, it's just that one tooth. Uh, but what is interesting is that there are Jurassic Troodontids at all. It's not a fluke, either. Like, in 2019, there was another one described called Hesperornithoids, which is just confusing, as there's a giant flightless duck bird thing called Hesperornis. <laughs> 
that I confuse it with. Not to mention there's a stegosaurid called Hesperosaurus that I definitely accidentally called Hesperornis when talking about on the Stegosaurus episode of Ways Back. <laughs> I was listening to that, and I was like, oh, it's like, oh, it's, it, it's because of Hesperos- Hesperosaurus, this is what we think of Stegosaurus. And I was like, okay, that, that looks good. And they said, oh, because of Hesperornis. I'm like, no, you said it wrong. You said the wrong thing. There's too many Hespers. <laughs> Uh, but if basically, if they're Jurassic Truodontids, and all the evidence points to a hypothetical Jurassic tr- dromaeosaurs, then surely they must be out there somewhere, just waiting for paleontologists to discover them. Or maybe not. We might find them someday. We might not. That's um, what's interesting about digging into the past. In the meantime, we'll stick with the Jurassic versions of their less cool cousins. Yeah, I said it. Truodontids aren't as cool as dromaeosaurs. <laughs> I don't care who I piss off. Come at me, Truodontid fanboys, all seven of you. I can take you all on. Oh, I need I need to go get my popcorn then. Okay, let's say, hold on. Let's say, hold on. We're, we're in a community college, right? I bet you'll love Truodontids. Love it here. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see if I can find any Truodontid fans here. Oh, look. There's that one guy with a flower that says, I love Truodon. Come out here. <laughs> oh, I punched him in the face. <laughs> okay. All right, anyways. <laughs> As you can see, I'm kind of stalling for time right now because there's not really much more to say about Caparion. We've had a 12-minute episode before. This might be another one. So let's just say it's just going to be a shorter episode. Let's just rate it one out of 65 million, shall we? Uh, I'm going to give it like a 5 million until we have five more evidence of it. I mean, actually, no, maybe that's not fair because the fact that it's a Jurassic Troodonte is kind of cool. So 15 million. You know, I'm going to stick around the 5 until further evidence is okay, yeah, shown. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if we find out with whether that tooth is left or right, then that adds a uh, 1 or 2 million. If we find the skull, yeah, if we find that'll the skull. tell everything. Yeah, it's cool because I think, yeah, because like Troodon, one of the reasons why it might be under the uh, its relative Stenonychosaurus, which we do have a skeleton of, so... That's that's the thing. So if you want to imagine a Truodon, you don't. You imagine Stenonychosaurus. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, but that's it for this week. Again, sorry, shorter episode, but it's called Paleo Bites, not Paleo Three-Course Dinners. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to get a taste. You know, that's the thing, honestly, like, the whole gimmick of the show. Some people are like, oh, you don't talk about the dinosaurs and the facts. And really enough, all the information is very basic. I'm like, yeah, because it's called Paleo Bites. But in terms of Coparion, I don't think there's anything else for us to talk about. I think we covered all of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the complete Coparion package. I you know. I'll let the PhDs have their fun. No, nah, there's definitely more. But like, this is basically, this is 90% of it. If you want to know about, like, what part of the world it was found and, like, where it was found. I mean, obviously it was found in Utah, but, like, what formation, maybe the the process of digging it. I'm sure there are papers about that. Oh, I guarantee uh, there are. Oh, absolutely. So, but until then, that's it for this week. If you want to get to the whole of the show, you can contact me at matt's D at matthewdoncreator.com for any general questions to either co-host. You can find me on social media at matthewdoncreator on Facebook, at matthewdon64 on Twitter, and matthewdon64 on Instagram. Uh, one thing I've been doing more lately is asking if my co-hosts have anything to plug. I mean, you you... You're not really on social media that much, but well, do you do you I, have like you have like an Etsy or something, right? Or, I have a couple Etsy shops, but I am debating on whether or not to take them down because Etsy oh. is so hit and miss, and they've been upping their fees. Okay, well, I do have an Instagram where okay. occasionally yeah. I do post crafts. Was, was it Natasha dot crack or something? Basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Um, and. My photo is pretty easy to find. It's a silly selfie I took on one of my adventures. Nice. The background of my phone, technically you're in it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's uh, For the listeners, it's me at uh, Starfest from a couple years back, and she's in one of those inflatable T-Rex costumes, and she's eating my head. <laughs> uh, those things are... No good for the summer, by the way. They are not, but they're fun, though, the way they flop around. It's funny how they never get old. They could do anything and they'd be funny. Well, maybe not anything. Nah, they could pretty much anything. <laughs> nah, no, maybe not anything. <laughs> All right, so uh, I also have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. I did not know about Coparion. 
uh, by the time I was writing it, so it's not in the book series. There is a Stenonychosaurus in it, though, in uh, book three at one point. I, I remember that one for some reason. It gets killed. It's basically a red shirt. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> so, um, I also have another podcast called The Rit Wit, where two twits talk about writing. In case you're wondering why there's been a bit of a break lately, uh, it's it's been difficult to get recording on time. There's more information on that in the episode, which should hopefully come out soon for us on there. Um, uh, that's it for this week, though. As I say, the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Hey, Troodontid fan, I'm going to get you! <laughs> <laughs>